Hey, chiropractors, we're ready for another modern chiropractic marketing show with Dr. Kevin Christie, where we discuss the latest in marketing strategies, content marketing, direct response marketing, and business development with some of the leading experts in the industry. Hey, docs, welcome to another episode of the Modern Chiropractic Marketing Show. This is your host, Dr. Kevin Christie, and today I have Dr. Curtis Gribba, and we're going to dive into the content marketing strategy that he has done to launch his practice right out of the gates. He's four months into practice, and he's been creating content even as a student, and it's been remarkable the results he has gotten uh, through for him through Instagram, but this is not an Instagram-only episode. We just talk about content marketing strategy, how to do it correctly, and he just has... Pr- leveraged Instagram very well. And he's also using other distribution channels. But I feel like you're going to get a lot out of this by listening to someone that's done it the right way, even out of the gates. And so it doesn't even matter if you're a student or a new grad or a seasoned veteran. Uh, We're all at some point going to be launching a new content marketing strategy if we have not been doing it. And we dive into that in today's episode. So this is going to be my interview uh, with Dr. Curtis Gribba, and he was kind enough to also be one of our MCM interns and did a ton of work for us on our social media and everything. So he's been great and he's learned a lot, and he's also a great clinician. Before our episode, I want to announce a new sponsor for the podcast, and that is the Grip Approach. Have you thought about adding more rehab services to your office yet stalled, not knowing where to begin? Most of us know our patients would benefit from skilled rehab in addition to adjustments, but the process can seem daunting to implement and to know exactly what to do to get good results. As chiropractors, we're skilled at palpating the spine to know where to adjust, and the GRIP approach allows us to do the same thing with rehab by essentially palpating a patient's movement control with a series of simple tests GRIP shows you which rehab exercise to utilize, the best tissue therapies to use, and how often to do it for exceptional results with your patients every time. The best part is GRIP is organized online in a way that you can access seamlessly during patient care. By simply typing in a body region plus the movement of issue, you will get tons of great information on how to help your patients via quick one-minute clips and detailed notes. Right now, their, their introductory course is 100% free on gripapproach.com. That is G-R-I-P approach.com. So there's no reason not to check it out today. All right. Welcome to the show, Curtis. I really appreciate your time today. Before we dive into our topic, uh, tell us a little bit about yourself, both personally and professionally. Hey, Kevin. Uh, thanks for having me on. I'm really happy to be here. So my name is Curtis Gribba. I am a chiropractor in Saskatoon, Saskatchewan. A recent grad have just started my own clinic here going on month four. Uh, was a kinesiology student, played some university football. Then after I was done with that, I went to Portland at, the, at UWS to get my chiropractic degree. Then moved back home to Saskatoon to get my clinic rolling. Perfect. Yeah. And, you know, we first met uh, in person back when we could do that in Portland. Uh, We had the CSA retreat. That was the first one. And we had a great turnout. And I remember connecting with you and and, uh, at the time you were a student and and just trying to get your feet underneath you and uh, prepare for you had a I felt like you had a good vision then and you you carried out with it. Uh, Was there 
uh, some delays in this whole process of graduating, getting licensed and all that because of COVID? Yeah. Um, it set me back, I think about five months or so. Mm-hmm. So originally I was supposed to finish my board exams in May, uh, May, June. And then due to COVID circumstances, that May sitting was completely canceled. So I wasn't able to finish my board exams until October. And during all of that, it was just kind of waiting. Then I found, I got my results beginning of November, and then it was kind of time to get the ground really rolling. And my first day of work was November 23rd. Okay. Yeah, it's it's difficult to, to be delayed. That's how my circumstance was actually back in 05 in the state of Florida. They had uh, the Florida boards. They did not accept part four of the national boards. And you had to take the Florida boards, which was actually like a, uh, you would go into a, you go to a hotel and you had to bring a guest. You had to bring someone with you that was able to stay there basically for three hours. And then you would not have uh, your friend or whatever family member as your uh, patient model they would give you someone else's and then they would give yours to someone else. Right. So you couldn't be in cahoots and you'd go into a hotel room and there'd be three examiners at a table and, uh, and then a chiropractic table and a bunch of other things. And you'd go in there with this person and they just would start grilling you for about, I mean, I felt like all day, but it was about like an hour and it just a bunch Mm -hmm. of different stuff. and, And that's what you had to take. But the point of the story was they only offered it in, like twice a year, I think it was November and in April, and you had to be a graduate. And I graduated in December of 05. So I had to wait the six months before, you know, cause Jeez. you got to see the test. And I think it took six weeks to get the results, but yeah, uh, you know, it could be tricky, but at the same time, I think there was uh, there, there can be good things with that um, delay. And one of the things we're going to talk about in today's episode is, is kind of getting yourself launched uh, appropriately, mm-hmm. whether you're a student coming out, if you're preceptoring right now, if you're an associate, or frankly, if you own your practice and you just haven't launched correctly over the years and you need to kind of relaunch uh, or you're moving, there's all kinds of ways that you would uh, obviously launch a, a practice. So I want to dive into that because you, you've you done a good job. You know, you've done a good job and, and you and I have gotten to know each other over the over the I guess years now we can say last couple of years mm-hmm. uh, you were kind enough to be one of our MCM interns and help produce this show and do all kinds of stuff on the back end and I thank you for that and we obviously did some coaching calls during that mm-hmm. process as well which was cool but um, mm-hmm. I, I wanted to bring you on because you've been doing some good things so tell us about some of the results you've been getting from your content marketing and some of your strategies Mm-hmm. So content marketing for me started when I was in my fifth quarter of school. So I started it quite a while ago and I'm thankful I started that long ago because I go back and I look into the first few years, months of stuff that I put out and it really sucked. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it, it gave me some time to really develop myself and obviously I'm still learning and growing but uh, the stuff I put out now is a hundred times better than the stuff I put out in my first month and with that it's been going really well at this point just from content marketing just from Instagram where people that outside of Instagram I would have never met before or have any sort of social interaction with I am getting roughly about one third of my patient load right now from Instagram? 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that's impressive. So you're going pretty deep into Instagram. It's it's right now my primary source. I'm starting to dive into Facebook a little bit more, not nearly as frequently, mm-hmm. and also getting into LinkedIn a little bit. Yeah, that's good. Uh, you know, it's it's really the concept of uh, you know going uh, a, a mile deep and an inch wide versus going an inch deep and a mile wide. A lot of times that happens where people disperse all their content uh, everywhere but never really find a a spot where they can really um, make some traction with it it sounds like you're, you're doing that and then once you do gain a lot of traction in one you can carry it over to the other absolutely and what i typically do is instagram is kind of like my main hub of where i post all my stuff obviously i want to i try to use instagram to direct to my website Yep. So what I would typically do is if I have a blog post or something that I'm looking to write, then I'll kind of take that blog post and turn it into four or five Instagram posts mm-hmm. where first I am obviously making a post about the blog itself, then taking the content of that blog and dispersing it into separate posts. Mm-hmm. So then Instagram would be the main spot where I would produce the content of that blog. And then Facebook and LinkedIn is where I would, again, kind of, just post the announcement for that blog post and use a little bit more words or if i'm posting videos in facebook i post a little bit longer videos and whatnot perfect and then so aside from uh written content and uh, i talk a lot about yeah there's there's written this podcast is audio there's obviously then there's video are you doing anything with with video currently i'm doing some as far as i guess more so just my weekly exercise tips are mm-hmm. one of the frequent I'm doing it for runners right now running season is about to begin so if mm-hmm. it's you know an exercise or two exercises to decrease foot pain while running then I'll have a couple videos of these exercises and then recently now like one of the great things about actually working is now I can start to produce a little bit different content as far as before and after treatment sessions like I had someone come in just the other week who would have had you know, in a medical clinic would have been diagnosed with frozen shoulder, mm-hmm. be, not being able to lift their hands overhead by any means. And by the end of the session, they were lifting their hands completely overhead. Nice. So that was a really awesome I t- before and after videos, before treatment, after treatment, and the treatment that I performed, it would turn into a really awesome, just kind of 50 second video. No, that's great. You know, that's one of the things we've been talking a lot. And, and we did a uh, CSA, we do a monthly power up now where we pick a topic and we um, do a, a deep dive into it. And so we did it on video marketing and, and that's, and I, and I talked a little bit about on podcast too, is I think we need to be demonstrating some of the results and some of what we do a little bit more. Uh, a lot of the exercise stuff is great. A lot of the information is great, uh, but putting it together and getting that end user, that person on the other end that's watching that or reading it, whatever it is, um, actually feel like they get it. Like they know, like, oh, okay, I see what they did, how they did it and the results. And then what that's going to be for that particular patient of yours and, and what they can do now that they couldn't before. So they'll be able to connect those dots a little bit better. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. That's good. Perfect. Uh, so with Instagram, uh, what do you, th- do you think in your area when you went there, cause I know we talked a lot about this during our coaching sessions, as far as, uh, we did that audience builder and we got really mm-hmm. clear on, on what you wanted to target. Uh, do you feel like you went into an area where 
uh, there wasn't a lot of other people doing Instagram or are there other people that doing a lot of marketing and you're just cutting through the clutter a little bit better? What, what do you think's catching for you so quickly? It's a little bit somewhere in the middle uh, where I'm at right now in Saskatoon, Saskatchewan. Like, mm-hmm. It's, there is a decent, there's a little bit of a higher population of chiropractors in their kind of forties plus mm-hmm. where you do have a lot of a fair bit of newer ones coming in now where we are getting into the content marketing and social media marketing, but there is, you could probably pick 80% of the clinics that are owned by someone who isn't very comfortable with the idea of social media and the type of content that they put out. And then looking at the content that they do put out, it's not, it's not really adding value to daily life. It's not saying, Hey, if you do this, this is going to help your day get better. It's just like, Hey, we have an update of our hours, or this is who we are. This is what we do. Not really, again, adding value to people. Yeah, that's great. And I think I'm excited about everything right now. It's, you know, obviously it's 2021 and I remember I started this whole thing back really diving into it and learning it as much as I could and traveling and go into different courses about 2014. And there was this few year stretch where a lot of social media marketing, uh, we'll just take it for, from chiropractic standpoint was the, um, you know, the $27 ad, you know, all, I call it all you could eat chiropractic for, for $27. Yeah. And you try to get as many people in and it was a numbers game and it really wasn't of, of value. And a lot of my training was in the content marketing Institute and learning from them. And I feel like we've over the last couple of years, especially now, I'm, I'm seeing a lot of chiropractors uh, perform content marketing very well and then just leveraging social media or whatever else, but let's just call it social media for right now. They're leveraging it correctly. And you're starting to see what happens when you create good content that's useful consistently with a good message, and then you distribute it effectively. You're starting to mm-hmm. see the results. And, and, I, and I know it's happening because I'm, I'm working with some associations. I'm getting people reaching out to me where some of those docs, even in my age group, like I'm 41 now, we're, we're, we're turning into the older docs and what's happening is they're getting the newer docs coming into the town, doing this stuff correctly, like you are and, um, doing really well. And if some of the docs that aren't doing it, aren't careful, um, it's going to, they're going to struggle a little bit as different dynamics change. Now, my audience that's listening right now, there's plenty of them on there and, and my practice is, is included in that where we've um, done really well with just patient referrals. Patient referrals are always going to be the number one. And so when you get a little more established, you just get this really nice flow of patient referrals. When you're four months out, you're just not going to get a lot of them. Uh, but yeah, so it's it, we get that in our favor and then certain things like uh, a network. There's a lot of things that help us that have been established for 15, 20 years. There's no doubt about it. But um, that online presence can be difficult for some. And, and you're showing where you can do it right out of the gates and get to get the results. Let's take a break from today's episode and announce our sponsor, Propel Marketing and Design. I've known Darcy Sullivan for years and we've worked hand in hand on my websites. I don't trust anybody else to do search engine optimization. There's so much to it and she does a great job. 
If you're really going to get results with Google, you have to make sure your website is SEO optimized. And I really don't want you doing it yourself as a chiropractor. You just have to have this type of stuff done for you. There's just no way around it. And if you're looking to get more organic online traffic that pulls in new patients, Propel Marketing Design is currently offering chiropractors who listen to this podcast a free SEO website review. The free review will help you uncover methods that will improve your website and boost your search engine visibility. Head over to propelyourcompany.com slash chiropractor and schedule your free SEO website review. You won't regret it. She gets great results and your website needs this. Your search results need this. Head on over there to propelyourcompany.com slash chiropractor to get your free SEO website review today. Look, you've heard me talk about ChiroUp before, and I'll talk about them again. For those of you that aren't familiar with ChiroUp or haven't checked them out, what they are doing is amazing. I just love their clinical expertise and how they really help the chiropractor and help the chiropractor help their patient base. Right? ChiroUp is an online platform designed by two chiropractors, Dr. Tim Bertelsman and Dr. Brandon Steele. They have nailed down the three things that chiropractors want and then created the resources to accomplish these goals all in one online system. Look, if you want to save more time, treat more conditions confidently, and grow your practice, then you need to try ChiroUp. Their subscribers love ChiroUp because the resources are practice game changers. I love them because I feel like we don't know how to create content sometimes and we struggle with ideas or feeling confident in what we're talking about and ChiroUp really helps solve that for you. And you will love them because of their commitment to work with you and your unique practice goals. Seriously, go to their website, check out their plans and see what they're all about. First time subscribers can get 15% off their monthly subscription with the code CHRISTY15. That's CHRISTY15 for 15% off your monthly subscription. Mm-hmm. One other thing that I feel like has really just kind of pushed that social media along is actually understanding that between each account that is interacting with you is a person who is looking for help. Okay. And some of the right now, some of the best advocates for me and my business are people who would make a comment on one of my posts about, <clears throat> excuse me, asking questions about an exercise. Mm-hmm. saying that they're having issues with, you know, as an example, a runner having issues with their ankles and they're trying to the exercises I posted. Then all it takes is just understanding that there is a person concerned about their ankles wanting to run. And then you check in on them two weeks after that, after mm-hmm. they make their comments, seeing how they're doing, if the exercises have helped at all. Yeah. And they're absolutely blown away that you took the time to actually do that and understand that they are a human being. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, absolutely. No, yeah. they feel like you care, right? Mm-hmm. And then really quickly, that person turns into one of your best advocates. They're sharing all of your content. They're sharing just everything about you because they know that you actually care about them getting better. And you mentioned sharing content. What ends up happening, which a lot of people, a lot of people envision this situation where, uh, you know, Sally sees your piece of content on Instagram and calls your office and schedules. Uh, that happens, but there's also the times it hap- where it's a little unknown, but Sally sees your content consistently and then saw that you did something on the foot and ankle. And then her friend who's training for this marathon 
is like, oh, my ankle's been killing me. I can't run. And then, you know, she forwards or shares your, your content to them. And then that person calls. So you end up getting these referrals sometimes, not even from the original person that saw your video. It's like from a shared one. And so that happens quite a bit too. Absolutely. I've had a couple of patients come in just for that reason, whether it was their spouse who saw something and then ended up showing them that video and then they booked in or again, a friend who tagged them in that particular post. Yep, exactly. And then you probably get people that direct message you too, right? Mm-hmm, absolutely. Yeah. So that's something I want to make sure we touched on as well, because if you're starting to run anything on Instagram, probably even Facebook and some others, uh, you might get people that direct message you, which is a modern way of communication. And it, that is akin to in 1993, uh, people calling your office in a lot of ways. It's not weird. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I, I mean, it can be weird, I guess, if uh, you're Deshaun Watson messaging, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, that's neither here nor there. Uh, but yeah, so like in today's day and age, you have to understand what some of these platforms is that a direct message is them reaching out with interest and potentially uh, they might have a couple of questions through direct message and you answer that. And then you'll be surprised. A lot of them will convert into uh, a patient and calling. And then if you have an online scheduling, you could always just send them the link for online scheduling. So they don't even ever have to call your office. And so that happens. Um, so understand that part of it. That's pretty common as well. Mm-hmm. Um, the other thing I wanted to, I wanted to say like, so how many would you guess, how many new patients have you had from, from Instagram? Um, I actually just had a new one yesterday. So I have to redo the count in my head a little bit here. I think it's at about, about 25 or so. Yeah. 25 in four months. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So you're, you're a little over six a month from Instagram, uh, you know, and then it's fun. Like when you do, and you're not even really, are you not running paid ads? Is that correct? Uh, I am one, doing one Google ad right now that I'm trying Google. out. Okay, yeah, perfect. Okay, but you're not uh, doing uh, you're not doing Facebook, Instagram paid ads. No. Okay, no. perfect. So you're spending zero dollars on that. Um, yeah. Are you doing the editing of the video and all that? Like you're doing it all yourself, or are you farming anything out? As of right now, I'm doing it all myself. Okay, so I'm, you know that you would have what it's called a zero dollar acquisition cost for your Instagram patients right now, and you've gotten. Uh, about six a month. Do you, do you know yet what a new patient is worth in your practice yet? It's It's hard at four months. It varies so much because like I, I look at my kind of average visit per patient and as a new patient kind of hops in the door because I'm still so fresh in the game, all of a sudden a new patient hops in the door and only has one visit and that average completely changes. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's why like, even if I have an established practice is like, usually I would love a year's worth of information to get a true accurate number. Six months helps. Uh, four months is just so, so new. There's not, there, it's really hard to get an idea, but let's just say it's a thousand dollars, right. And, mm-hmm. or maybe let's just be conservative. $750, you know, and you times that by six, that's a, that's a nice amount of money and, and your return on investment is really good as well. So it's uh, a great way of doing it. Mm-hmm. I'm really, I'm really happy with how well it's been working. Okay. And then give me some examples out of those folks that have been coming in from Instagram. Have any of them mentioned why they reached out to you from Instagram? Like what was it about what they saw or, or gained from your content? Um, so for the most part, the people that have been coming to me 
again, chiropractic with where I'm at is a little bit in the older realm where your appointments can be five to, you know, on average, maybe five minutes, you get a few adjustments, a little bit of soft tissue, and that's kind of it. And then going into what with the content that I'm posting, understanding that a lot of it does not only involve adjusting, it mm-hmm. does also involve addressing the other issues that yep. led to that specific injury. Mm-hmm. So they see the content that I'm posting, and one of the first comments that they ma- that they make is that this seems different. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's good. Yeah, and I'm going to be doing a, an episode soon, a solo episode on compelling and repelling uh, in marketing. And we're going to kind of dive into that topic sometimes. Uh, it's pretty interesting. Uh, sometimes having that type of marketing where you're repelling a fair amount of people is really good and you want to compel the right type of people. So we'll dive into that. And that's seems like what your content's doing. It's compelling that right type of patient for your practice, which is probably that active lifestyle competitive, you know, we talk about, about psychographics, like you're, you're honing in on that, which I know we work together on, uh, mm-hmm. which is, which is great. And you're, you're just honing in on that, which is going to serve you. You're, uh, some of us have to retroactively cull the herd of our patient base to get the type of patients we want. But if you start from the beginning, you can build something, uh, that you enjoy going to, uh, there's nothing mm-hmm. worse than looking, there's nothing worse than looking at your patient schedule. And you look at the names, you're just like, oh God, oh God, oh God, I got to talk to that person. You know, <laughs> yeah, uh, it could be yeah, yeah. training. So uh, you're, you're doing it the right way, which is nice. Yeah, I'm really fortunate where as of right now, exactly that. I don't have any, I can look at my schedule and I don't have anybody that I'm not looking forward to talking to and to seeing in the clinic that day. Yeah, yeah. There And there are also obviously people that I'm looking at and it's, I'm even more excited because they're really in tune. Like they're, they're people who have, like I had a patient yesterday who came in and she literally, she kind of, I asked her how she was feeling and she's like, oh, I'm, my back is actually pretty good. So I was like, you seem a little surprised. And she's like, yeah, I'm not used to feeling this good. Yeah. And she is just like a hundred percent in like the visit is a ton of fun all the exercises are going really well response really incredibly to everything that we're doing and it's just a lot of fun when that patient is there yeah absolutely it is and uh don't mind if you heard the knocking in the background here i've been battling for uh i would call it six months now the suite next to us is going through a complete re you know build out and it just without fail, they just start nailing on this wall. <laughs> and I, I end up kicking the wall back. It's it's a good battle yeah. we have back. Yeah. It's always when I'm recording a podcast. Always has uh, to be. Yeah. So don't yeah, don't mind that. Uh, but that's just part of the game, right? Uh all right. So one of the things that I wanted to I just want to kind of put a bow on this because I this wasn't intended to be just an Instagram. Uh, episode Instagram was the vehicle you used, but ultimately what you've used is that roadmap that uh, I wrote about in the book and presented on. And obviously uh, we, we coached a little bit on that. And that is you've gotten super clear on your audience. You've gotten super clear on your messaging. You've leveraged a, a distribution channel or you use the vehicle and you've been very consistent with content marketing strategy, not random acts of content. Like you've been very consistent with it. And uh, you're seeing the results. I've got chiropractors that are seeing results from TikTok now, which is that, you know, basically the, the formula is, is, is 
is make sure your audience is great. Make sure your messaging is great. Make sure your content is consistent, whatever you're doing, shooting videos, writing blogs, doing podcasts, whatever it is. And then hopefully you can find one distribution channel where you can really rock it. And then you can do the other ones as well. But for you, it's Instagram. Uh, like I said, there's people doing TikTok right now. Facebook's been a big one for a lot of people. Google is huge for us in my practice. Uh, I've got patient, I've got uh, clients I work with where it's um, public speaking, right? That's their distribution channel. They, right now it's been a little bit challenging, but that's their distribution. And so the, the, the main take home from this episode was to um, do what you're doing and then find that uh, channel that you can go deep with. And then, like you said earlier, you do want to get them back to kind of your owned property, such as your website. Uh, that's, that's the key. You want to get them to your website, which is going to be the main portal to your office. So mm -hmm. make sure you're doing that. Any, any thoughts on that part before I ask you a different question? I don't think so. Um, yeah. I just really, after chatting with you and listening to your podcast for quite a while before I got going and reading your book, it was, you kind of laid out, the map for what we have to do and i just had to essentially follow the instructions and mm -hmm. it ended up working out really really well yeah and, and i and you just you've you've done it that's the thing you did it when you were in school and you've been doing it now and that's one thing i wanted to kind of finish up on was that um i've had i remember having this conversation also with grant elliott he was uh, i met him in person uh, I think it was at Jeff Langmain's event. And then he was on my podcast as well. And he was another example of someone that was uh, creating content uh, prior to graduating and then went from there. And the, one of the topics that was brought up was, you know, if you're creating content early on and getting your feet wet, like you said, and getting better at it, but if you decide you want to go and work for another chiropractor and you have this skill set of content creation and frankly, um, you know, a library of content that's of value. Like I know I Absolutely. would be valuing that if I was interviewing someone for a potential job. And so that no one can take that away from you. And so you can, I feel like position yourself better to get a job. If you want to position yourself better to go into a town and do way better early on than you would otherwise. And so that's a great way of, of, of doing that. And for my audience that might be more seasoned chiropractors, um, you know, you might not feel like you want to do Instagram and some of the things like that. I understand that, but maybe you're in a position to have an associate chiropractor that can be doing that type of stuff for the practice. And so that's something to consider as well. Mm -hmm. So actually one of the really exactly what you said, my Instagram ended up almost acting like a resume because the space that I want to eventually move into construction wise ended up being due to COVID about a year behind schedule. So all of a sudden I knew I needed to find a place to work. Mm -hmm. And what happened is one of my friends knew the owner of a massage therapy clinic who then started following me on Instagram sent me a message through Instagram saying, Hey, you, we like the content that you post. We like your style of how you work. Do you want to talk about kind of working with us? And mm -hmm. that, you know, having my Instagram resume essentially resulted in my first business partnership and where I'm able to work out of as I'm waiting for my space to get built. Yeah. That's awesome. That's, that's great. You know, that's, 
that's where it's at. It's like, when you do this, you are ultimately positioning yourself, not just uh, for potential patients, but just professionally um, you're, you're separating yourself. So that's, that's cool to hear. And I want to congratulate you on a great start so far, you know, um, the, the, it's not over yet. You got to keep at it. Right. But uh, you're, you're starting strong and I appreciate you coming on to, to kind of let us know how that's going and, and uh, giving us some insights. Absolutely. Thank you so much for all the effort that you've put into giving us resources in order to, you know, like I said, giving us the instruction booklet and then putting it on us to get it done. So thank you very much. Definitely. All right. I'll talk to you soon for sure. All right. Talk to you soon, Kevin. Thanks again for listening to another episode of the Modern Chiropractic Marketing Show. Before you leave, make sure you check out our website. We've got blogs and podcasts and all kinds of great info at www.modernchiropracticmarketing.com. We also have a closed Facebook group of the same name where a lot of like-minded chiropractors are workshopping ideas and making sure that we have this continual advancement of marketing, business, mindset, and just growth of your practice. So check us out, modernchiropracticmarketing.com and the Facebook group of the same name.